Hello, this is Pastor John, just reading the Word. Father, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for your Word, Lord. Holy Spirit, to inspire, to illuminate, to give us the understanding, to apply it to our lives, to walk it out as righteous Christ followers, spreading the gospel wherever we go. Thank you again for your word. We are blessed indeed. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, today we're going to read the book of Jude. Um, Jude was a brother of Jesus. He wrote it around 65 AD. Interestingly enough, we don't know who he wrote this to. It's not addressed in the sense that we would say any of the other books so far. But Jude stands alone, and um, it talks about why do rumors find themselves, why are rumors more interesting than the truth? People will spread rumors all day long, talk behind people's back, but they fall short of the truth. James speaks to whoever he wrote this to, uh, to that end. He uses a, a great amount of Old Testament, like the other writers, but Jude seems to focus in on the, on the uh, exiled time in Egypt and the post-exilic time uh, in uh in the wilderness, when they wandered around for 40 years and then into the times of Joshua and Judges. Some very interesting things. We're going to go ahead and read that. Jude chapter 1. There's only one chapter, verse 1. This letter is from Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. I am writing to all who have been called by Father, by God the Father, who loves you and keeps you safe in the care of Jesus Christ. May God give you more and more mercy and peace and love. So he's writing this to all who have been called the great sweeping general letter to believers. Dear friends, I had been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation we all share. But now I find that I must write about something else, urging you to defend the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his holy people. I say this because some ungodly people have wormed their way into the churches, saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. Oh, my. Because we have forgiveness, we can live in a sinful life. Because of God's grace, we can do whatever we want and maintain a relationship with Christ. There are actually doctrines uh, in our uh, world that say just that very thing. The condemnation of such people was recorded long ago, for they have denied our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Verse 5. So I want to remind you, though you already know these things, 
that Jesus first rescued the nation of Israel from Egypt, but later he destroyed those who did not remain faithful. And I remind you of the angels who did not stay within the limits of the authority God had given them, but left the place where they belonged. God has kept them securely chained in prisons of darkness, waiting for the great day of judgment. And don't forget Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns, which were filled with immorality and every kind of sexual perversion. These cities were destroyed by fire and serve as a warning of the eternal fire of God's judgment. In the same way, these people who claim authority from their dreams live in moral lives, defy authority, and scoff at supernatural beings. But even Michael, one of the mightiest of the angels, did not dare accuse the devil of blasphemy, but simply said, the Lord rebuke you. This took place when Michael was arguing with the devil about Moses' body. But these people scoff at all things they do not understand. These people scoff at things they do not understand. Like unthinking animals, they do whatever their instincts tell them, and so they bring about their own destruction. What sorrow awaits them, for, the follow, for they follow in the footsteps of Cain, who killed his brother, like Balaam, who deceived the people for money, and like Korah, which was, uh, and like Korah, they perish in their rebellion. Verse 12, when these people eat with you in your fellowship meals, commemorating the Lord's love, they are like dangerous reefs that can shipwreck you. They are like shameless shepherds who care only for themselves. They are like clouds blowing over the land without giving any rain. They are like trees in autumn that are doubly dead, for they bear no fruit and have been pulled up by the roots. They are like wild waves of the sea churning up the foam of their shameful deeds. They are like wandering stars doomed forever to the blackest darkness. Pretty grim. Pretty, uh, pretty grim here. I would not want to be one. I pray that I'm not. From verse 12 and 13. But we enter verse 14. Enoch, who lived in the seventh generation after Adam, prophesied about these people. He said, listen, the Lord is coming with countless thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on the people of the word of the world. He will convict every person of all the ungodly things they have done and for all the insults that ungodly sinners have spoken against them. I think in this passage in King James might read, he will convict every ungodly person of all the ungodly things that they have done and for all the ungodly insults that ungodly sinners have spoken against them. It's really 
quite impactful in the King James. These people are grumblers and complainers. Listen closely, verse 16. These people are grumblers and complainers living only to satisfy their desires. They brag loudly about themselves and they flatter others to get the things they want. Verse 17. But you, my dear friends, must remember what the apostle of our Lord Jesus Christ said. They told you that in the last times there would be scoffers whose purpose in life is to satisfy their own ungodly desires. These people are the ones who are cheating, who are creating division among you. They follow their natural instincts because they do not have God's spirit within them. But you, dear friends, must build each other up in your most holy faith. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. King James says, but dear friends, build each other on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. I like that. And await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life. In that way, you will keep yourself safe in God's love. And you must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. Show mercy to still others who do so with great caution. Hating the sin that contaminates their lives. This very well could be the expression, love the sinner but not the sin. I'll read it. Show mercy to still others but do so with great caution, hating the sin that contaminates their lives. Verse 24, Now all glory to God, who is able to keep you from falling away and bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault. Oh, what glorious day that will be. All glory to him who alone is God, our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord, All glory, majesty, power, and authority are his before all time and in the present and beyond all time. Amen. Wow. Um, All glory, majesty, and power, and authority are his before all time and in the present and beyond all time. In Hebrews 13.8, the writer says, um, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Very similar to what Jude closes out his book. And that is the end of Jude. Father, I thank you again for the great word you bring to us. I pray, Lord, for those that are suffering in this stay in place. I pray for a healing eradication of a virus. I pray, Lord, that you will keep us all safe and healthy. In Jesus' name, amen.